Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women. I'm Kendra Petroni and these past few weeks have been quite unique, scary, confusing and by no shortage of means overwhelming for many of us. Well, this morning, I'm really happy that we have Bridget Boyd. She's the Vice President of Communications and Public Affairs for the United Way of Massachusetts Bay and the Merrimack Valley. And boy, do we need you this morning. Good morning. Yes, it's definitely a crisis that's impacting all of us. It has been. How, first of all, let me ask, how are you doing? How is your family? And how are you dealing with all of this that's been happening? You know, I think like everybody, I have my, my good days and my bad days. I think overall, um, I'm really grateful that we are able to, you know, sort of hunker in in a in a home. Um, we've got power. We've got internet. Um, we get along. Uh, you know, I've got three children. Um, I think my my sadness comes in where one of my uh, kids is a high school senior. So, sort of um. watching, you know, all that goes along with that this time of year. You know, it's been a little bit emotional. Um, he's handling it well, but um, you know, on the whole. You know, I've been able to work and keep busy, which has also been great. And again, just sort of grateful that um, when we need to hunker in, we've we've got a, a comfortable place to do it. Well, the United Way, I mean, you guys have done incredible work for so many people for so long. Talk a little bit about your mission in general. And, and for anybody that's listening that isn't familiar with the United Way, what your goal and what your purpose is every day, not even just surrounding the coronavirus situation? You know, ironically, I would say our mission in general is actually very relevant to what's happening today. And what I mean by that is that United Way has a long history of mobilizing both businesses, uh, individuals in the community, uh, and others to come together and give and support nonprofit organizations throughout our region. We support organizations uh, in 142 communities in and around greater Boston, up through the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley, even into seacoast New Hampshire, and then down to the South Shore. And we support organizations that we know are deploying the most effective strategies to help kids in early education settings, to help families move out of poverty, and to help end homelessness. And every day, the work that United Way is doing to help mobilize resources for those nonprofits are providing community-based organizations with unrestricted operating support that they can use to fund programs, to fund their staffing, keep the lights on. You know, it's been sort of the bread and butter of United Way's work for, for decades. So what we're finding 
today in this time, you know, when many nonprofits have had to cancel, you know, their spring galas, um, you know, they too are looking at how do they serve their clients in an era where they cannot have that face-to-face interaction, many of them, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, and having to close, in some cases, the after-school programs or the early education and care, again, due to the, the social distancing and, and the, the, you know, the, the strategies that we need to adhere to at this time in order to minimize the, the spread of the virus. And so in an era like this, that unrestricted operating support is even more critical to the nonprofits that we support. How has this affected, you know, your workplace and just the staff members and the people that work with you at the United Way? How has this, you know, personally affected you sort of as a business? Because you have to remember, everybody has to remember that every organization, everywhere, nobody can be together. So how is this affecting you as an employee and your staff members um, as we go through this? Sure. I'm actually really proud of our staff. We uh, have been remote and we have been all remote now for a couple of weeks. So everyone has a laptop. Um, We're able to connect a lot more on uh, meetings like Zoom meetings where we're able to see each other. I think that's been one piece, you know, for me at least, that's been helpful is uh, sitting all day on a phone on a conference call one after another can get Mm -hmm. tedious. And I think actually seeing my coworkers' faces has been, you know, comforting and, and entertaining at the same time, um, you know, but I think it's, it's, it's really a way for us to stay connected. I would also say that, you know, for m- many of us, we've actually been busier than ever the, the past couple of weeks, um, helping on all fronts to respond to this crisis, whether it's our, our, my colleagues that are working directly with our agency partners to understand how this crisis is impacting them and how we can best help to my colleagues that work directly with, you know, companies and and businesses Mm -hmm. and, you know, helping to connect those companies to the different opportunities that there are to help in the community throughout this crisis. So we've been um, really busy. Um, I think we're all motivated to help in, in whatever way we can. Um, and, you know, the remote part has been um, a, a little bit challenging sometimes, but I think for the most part, everybody's adapted really easily. I was going to ask about that, you know, the working remotely. I Because f- for my job, I mean, I have to do the same, obviously. I'm not doing it at a capacity that, that you would be um, with all the work that you do helping so many people every single day, just in general, never mind with a situation like this tacked on. But I find that... I have to be either super organized or get some kind of control over my day when I, I didn't have to do that before. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out ways to be a little more, I guess, better at multitasking. Are you finding that it's almost teaching you to be a better person when it comes to organizing time? Or is it sort of just a hot mess? Because I feel like I'm sometimes <laughs> the hot mess in my house. But how has working remotely from home been working for you? You know, it's interesting. I I have a, a traditionally a long commute, and so at first, you know, the idea of working at home was, you know, I thought, well, at least I won't have to have the commute, and I will have sort of more hours in the day to get things done. And one thing that I've found is that I almost have to intentionally do a break at 5 p.m., you know, to stop, mm-hmm. um, because 
you're not sort of in a situation now where you can look around the office and you see everybody else is gone and you're like, oh, okay, it's time for me to go home too. Or you know you've got an hour ride home um, in order to get home and start to cook dinner for the family and that sort right. of thing. And so you hop in the car to get home. I'm finding that at five, I could, it sort of bleeds on into the rest of the, the evening um, unless I make an intentional effort to, to sort of break away for a little bit and, and do what I need to do. Um, that's been my my experience, really. It, it's it's such a unique time, isn't it? Nobody knows what's going on. Everybody's asking a lot of questions, but it is comforting knowing that even somebody at your level is sort of going through and feeling and experiencing the same thing we all are. Everybody that has, has had a job and has worked every day, we're all sort of figuring out new things as we go, and I think it's comforting, and I wonder if, if that's the take that you get, even from the families that you've worked with, that it's okay. Everybody's everybody's in it together. You're not missing out. One person isn't doing better than the other. We're all sort of equal at this point. Do you feel that's that's a fair statement? Um, I I do in the sense that yes, you know, I actually have taken a lot of comfort in the fact that this is literally an issue that the entire world is dealing with at the same time. And so, you know, when it does come to sort of things that I, I feel like I'm dealing with personally, I know that others are. Are, are dealing with the same things, if not worse. And, and that's mm-hmm. the only part that I would say is, you know, I think for for families who were are experiencing a very sudden income disruption um, from a loss of a job or, or elimination of hours that may not have any sort of um, savings safety net, I imagine the stress is much worse than than whatever I might be going through. And that's the only difference I would say in, in, in that statement. Well, if you're just waking up and tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. And we've been talking with Bridget Boyd. She's the Vice President of Communications and Public Affairs for the United Way of Massachusetts Bay and the Merrimack Valley about the situation surrounding the COVID-19 crisis and how the United Way is helping families in need. Let's get back to our conversation. Um, First, I wanted to ask you about the uh, Massachusetts 211 website. Um, is that So that's a phone number that people can call 24 hours a day to get current information um, regarding the COVID-19 crisis. Is that correct? That's right. Um, a couple of weeks ago, it, it was designated by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts to be the official resource and referral information line for DOVID-19. Um, you know, and, and it's a, a it's both a phone number and a website, so you can dial two one one from any phone, or you can go to mass two one one dot org for information and resources. And you know, since that activation, it's received over twenty two thousand phone calls. Wow. Uh, you know, in, in just about two weeks here. And, you know, what we're finding is that people are calling about um, questions such as, how do I apply for unemployment assistance? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I find childcare? Um, I need emergency childcare. You know, they might be a healthcare worker, um, a first responder, somebody who's eligible for emergency childcare um, that the Commonwealth has set up. So we've got information about that. Um, some people are calling to ask, you know, is my small business an essential business. How do I find out? Um, and, and food assistance is another top uh, inquiry that it's getting. It's available in English and Spanish. It also has an interpreter service where 150 additional languages are available. So wow. it is a great resource. It experienced a really high call volume um, that I know the Mass 211 staff has been working hard to address and the 
the wait times have gone down significantly from, from when it first was activated. Uh, United Ways across the state actually provided some additional funding uh, last week to help um, them staff up more and respond to more of those calls. And, you know, the Department of Public Health is, is pitching in and, and lending their staff during peak times. It's really uh, an all-hands-on-deck effort to make sure people get the information they need. And I'm going to give the website a few times. Um, if people want any of this information, just go to unitedwaymassbay.org. We'll post a link at the end of this interview um, on our blog page and all our social media pages so you can get access directly to anything that you may need. Um, now, I wanted to talk about something uh, awesome, I mean, that you guys are doing. So many people are coming up with ways to help families in need. But the United Way of Massachusetts Bay and Merrimack Valley has launched the COVID-19 Family Support Fund. What can you tell us about that? Sure. So we launched um, this fund about two weeks ago. And what we wanted to do was mobilize a network of, of organizations that that we have in place that can provide you know, emergency financial assistance to families in need from this crisis. And you know, we, we launched the fund knowing that we had these partners in place. We know that they are uh, throughout the region, so again, throughout our entire service area that I was talking about earlier. And we've also been coordinating with other funds, you know, namely the, the city of Boston has a, the resiliency fund, and we've been in close contact with the mayor's office to ensure that our efforts are, are complementing each other and that we're coordinating because, you know, one thing we know, I think, is that there will be no shortage of need, you know, in the mm-hmm. in the weeks and months to come. So um, the fund has been established. We've raised um, over $1.2 million so far. Um, more than 1,000 donors have been shipping in. People have really been um, tremendous in their response, and we're very grateful for their support. And we've been working hard to try to get that money out to the communities as fast as we can. So, you know, we've had some significant corporate support from companies like Bank of America, uh, Eastern Bank, Wells Fargo, Blue Cross Blue Shield, you know, a number of, of businesses that have also contributed to the funds. And what that what that's enabling us to do is, again, turn that money around very quickly. So we, as of today, will have be putting out um, over $400,000 wow. um, straight back out to about 35 uh, community agencies uh, throughout our footprint. And, you know, we have already kind of surveyed those agencies and wanted to make sure that they were ready and sort of activated to be able to help us deploy resources as quickly as possible. And so what the agencies are doing are they will be meeting, um, you know, with families who are eligible, determining what needs might be greatest, and also determining what other sources of funding, whether it's government sources or other private sources, are available to those families, and then using our funds to help fill any gaps. Um, We believe that that's one of the most effective ways to use resources and ensure that um, all basic needs like food, housing, utilities uh, are met. Can I ask, so if you're a family, if there's a family listening to us right now and they feel as though they are one of these families that is in desperate need, how would they go about getting in touch with you in order to receive uh, any funds or any support that they may need? That's a great question, and what what we need families to do is actually call two one one. So that helpline, you know, the the workers on the other end of that phone will ask questions, you know, like where do you live, you know, what mm-hmm. are your needs, and they'll really try to assess 
the whole situation uh, of the family and then connect them to local agencies that are in their communities or nearby in order to um, receive that assistance. So United Way itself does not provide the funding directly. We Again, we're working with our, our network of partners who are on the front lines every day uh, working with families and, and clients and also know their own um, their own clients, you know, very well and know already what needs they might have. But 211 is the best place for that information. And again, if anyone listening, you know, has a question or any wants to know more about what we're talking about, it's unitedwaymassbay.org. Want to make sure everybody has all of that information so they can go to the website um, as often as possible. Um, Bridget, is there is there something positive that you have have learned out of out of what we're going through now maybe something that you've experienced that has changed you um you know i think the i think the notion of how we're all in this together and that only by staying together um will we get through this you know and i think i i think about that from a united way perspective right where you know when you've got government and businesses and individuals all coming together you know, we're going to do more working collaboratively, um, coordinating efforts than any of us can do on our own, you know, and that, that's one piece. And I, you know, personally, I sort of look to, you know, at my own family and, and, you know, knowing that we're also in this together and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and really only by, um, you know, supporting each other and, and enjoying the time that we have with each other will we get through this, you know, and I think, um, that's been the biggest piece. Is it just seems to me that we're all sort of putting aside our own individual um, priorities, I guess, and, and all sort of joining and rallying around some common efforts and, and things we need to be doing. I wanted to ask you, uh, only because I have three small children at home and I have two uh, children that have special needs. I know a lot of parents out there are concerned or worried. You know, kids are not in school. What advice would you give to the parents that are, are stressing, that have young children at home, that may have other needs? What can they do to stay positive? What advice would you have for them? Sure. You know, I'm actually on the school committee in my local in my local town. So um, this is another issue that I've been you know following closely. And I, you know, I guess the the things that I would say are, are a few. You know, one is. A number of school districts have made uh, a lot of online learning resources available to the, the, the parents and the, the students in their communities. And they're age appropriate. Um, you know, we're following guidelines from the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education here in the state. And I would just encourage parents, if you haven't checked out those resources, to, to, to look for them because there are a lot being put together. And I think, you know, there's even more to come as far as, you know, online activities and, and different things that people can look for. I would say, you know, as far as, you know, kids who have special needs and need some additional support services, you know, I would say that's an area that I feel like the state is looking at even more now that the school closures mm-hmm. have been extended. Um, so my hope is that, you know, actually with an extension, there's actually more to come on that on that front as well. Well, Bridget, what you're doing is is just remarkable. And the United Way is such an amazing organization. And again, I want to just say it's unitedwaymassbay.org. And they do have a COVID-19 family support fund. So please go to their website, get more information if you're listening 
and you want to donate, you want to get involved, please do so. This is a time where we need everybody's help. Um, and Bridget, I, I so appreciate I know you guys are so busy right now, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us here um, on Exceptional Women. It really means a lot. And I, from a, you know, a woman standpoint, a working person standpoint, a parent, you know, I think the job that you're doing is incredible. Please keep it up because without people like you, I don't know what we would do, especially in a situation like this. So thank you. Well, thank you. And, and you know, there's so many people out there doing great work and that's what's going to keep everybody going. Absolutely. Thank you, Bridget, so much for the time this morning. All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you to Bridget Boyd for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We talked to celebrities and CEOs, but we're also interested in your neighbors, coworkers, and friends who are quietly making an impact in their communities. Email us if you know someone you'd like to suggest and follow us on Instagram at sue.tab and at Kendra the Entertainer. We'd love to hear from you and be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 730 for another edition of Exceptional Women. Thanks for listening and have a great day, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.